Hello and welcome to the Guelph Politicast. I'm Adam A. Donaldson of Guelph Politico. Today I talked to Greg Dorval, who has made quite a name for himself in the last few weeks as an advocate for people in Guelph who are unhoused and or living rough. One of the problems with covering the issues of homelessness in the media is that it's hard to find people to be the face of the issue. You see this in just about every news story. Person X is experiencing issue A. It's a way of personalizing the story and making it relatable to the audience, i.e. the newsreader, and it's one of the reasons why the homelessness crisis is so unrelatable in many ways. And that's where Greg Dorval entered the picture a few weeks ago. He's lived rough, and he knows what it's like for other people living rough. He calls them his brothers and sisters, and he's spent the last month or so trying to get our local power brokers to understand their point of view. And now he's going to help you too, because that's the topic of this week's Guelph Politicast. As government representatives and social services agencies got together for a two-day health and housing symposium at the Delta Hotel and Conference Center, Greg Dorval pitched a tent in the back of the Wellington County Administration Center. With no public access at the symposium, Dorval quickly became the story, and he was visited by a couple of different reporters who appreciated the first-person perspective he offered. Dorval had decided to become an ambassador for the people living rough in Guelph, the ones who had pitched a tent in the downtown core, much to the chagrin of many of the people living and working there. His point was clear. We're here, and we need assistance greater than what's been received so far. Dorval also set up shop in advance of a special meeting of Guelph City Council, one that discussed a new bylaw that regulated the use of public spaces on city-owned property. Developed in 11 days, City of Guelph staff felt like they were trying to walk a fine line between human rights and safety concerns, but people living rough and their advocates saw it as an attack on people who had no other place to go. Dorval was one of the delegates at that meeting, and he spoke well to his desire to see people cared for, but he also walked out angrily at one point when Pina Marfisi of Aqua Salon was delegating about her point of view of the situation. And that's where we catch up with Greg Dorval on this week's edition of the Guelph Politicast. We will talk about how he felt sitting through the rest of that meeting and trying to find some peace of mind when people are casting what he believes are aspersions about people in Guelph living rough. We will also talk about the reasons why he took his encampment protest from in front of City Hall to the courtyard of Wellington County, his initial uncertain interactions with county staff, and how he turned that into a path forward on the issues he cares about. And finally, we will talk about the need for a continuity of care, why we need to break down the current silos of responsibility, and how he wants this to be the last winter that anyone lives in a tent in Guelph. So I caught up with Greg Dorval last week in studio at CFRU. Okay, Greg Dorval, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Adam. Uh, it's a pleasure to be uh, <laughs> a, a guest on, on your podcast. I appreciate that. Um, first, let me just ask, um, how are you doing? Because you, you know, I was at that meeting last week oh, as, right. as we're recording the, at, at City Council. You left kind of abruptly and, and kind of upset. So, you know, oh. how, how are you feeling right now? Oh, I, I, I came back about five minutes later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, yes, I, um, yeah, yeah, a while ago, uh, back like March, 
last year, so almost a year ago, mm. uh, I, I did a video recording with Hope House, mm. and it's still on their YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, in the kind of uncut version, at least, uh, yeah, I have a pretty, I guess, deep voice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, in the um, <laughs> in the uncut version of the longest version, I talk about uh, what motivates us, and we, you know, we've kind of at least I'm Gen X. My generation grew up kind of with this idea of a carrot and stick, sure, as a right uh, the two kind of ends of a spectrum <laughs> right? of motivation. Uh, yeah, but I, but I think there's more to motivation than that. I think. Um, I, I said I want in this video. I said I wanted to add three things in it. Uh, it was uh, uh, ointment, a blanket, and a valve. Mm. Right. Um, so like ointment is more than healthcare. I, and I, I, I speak for it, it, the source can be the community, the you know your mom or dad, your kids, your whatever uncle. It doesn't matter, right? Right. Um, and then blanket is comfort and care, love. Right. Uh, I think, well, you know, love is kind of hopefully inherent because sure. I think uh, at least we all deserve it to be. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, and then the valve, uh, you know, all of these, the valve is how we just, when there's, uh, you know, an abrupt uh, disconnect between expectation and reality. Mm. I find that's when that abrupt dis, uh, disconnect is what, probably in my mind, like triggers. It could be laughter. It could be uh, anger. Right. It right. could be um, I overcome with the um, beyond what's beyond sadness. Like yeah, despair. Grief, despair. Yeah. For many reasons, right? Um, fear. Right. Um, and that was a moment where uh, I was beyond my capacity to handle what I was hearing. Right. Uh, and so my, I, yeah, I blew my valve. Uh, <laughs> so was, and yeah, and I lashed out um, sorry, uh, at the woman who was speaking. Uh, I actually, I, I, I lashed out like towards her. I hope, I mean, I I can't even recall exactly what I said. Um, right. If I did attack her, the person, that was like that. I, I don't, um, I hold my account, myself accountable and responsible for that, right? I, right. Um, I, I did, I've, I, I apologize to her kind of, uh, when I came back in, it's just kind of in a, Clients and other thing, and she kind of nodded. So, and I've spoken to her twice since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, we're good. Uh, I, uh, but I, you know, I, I needed that few minutes. You needed I, to turn I, the valve well, and release see, the right, pressure. Oh, yeah, as soon as I, I you know, my, my <laughs> mindfulness and uh, self awareness practice can be a wonderful thing because, <laughs> yeah, like, I, it's, it's been. I challenged my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, God bless my ex-wife who really started, laid the groundwork and uh, I, 
we were, I guess we were first engaged and she was like, or first married maybe, and she kind of taught me to go for a walk and kind of, mm. or yeah, kind of her, there was never any domestic issues between us, like, you know, that mm. would require police or anything. But like it was, like I would just get so angry that I would like, like, uh, like just yell and yeah. I'm like, all right, but like, yeah, she really didn't, you know, like, that that goes back to like we get into kind of whatever that <laughs> cause of that is, but it, um, it's something you know. It's uh, I've been working on that my whole life, and you know, part of this mindfulness practice that uh, got me, got me through uh, you know, homelessness, uh, um, you know, got me through going from a like coveted career mm. to, to you know like. Uh, you know, penniless kind of thing. Uh, it, it's also really helped with moments like that where uh, I could. It's it's not that uh, you know I don't need perfection. I don't need to not blow my valve in moments like that. That's right. I don't think that's realistic for anyone. No. I, I mean, yeah. It, but <laughs> I mean, g- given given my disconnect from. Um, the reality in that moment, right? I, yeah. No one else in the audience, or maybe I, maybe I buzzed in first. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, but uh, I, nobody else lashed out. Um, but, uh, you know, it might have just been my, like, and, and you know, I, I went into that very emotionally charged, and I think you know, I, I had. Uh, I, I'm just trying to make excuses here. I'm just trying right. to kind of explain kind of the. The you know my this is how I when when that um, observer kicks in and it's right. like hey Greg uh, this is something you wanted me to watch out for right <laughs> like, yeah, let's t- let's take a kind of higher level look at this right, that's when I decided to walk out of the building so all that to say is um, you know I'm doing well I my honestly since um since I set up my tent behind the uh, the court uh, Ontario Supreme Court on county property yeah uh, I can't remember what the date was but um, oh it was the I do remember it was January 30th it was the first day of that symposium mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know since then uh, my life has been this kind of like accelerating roller coaster going over like increasingly like you know steep climbs mm-hmm. and falls uh and you, you've been putting I, yourself I, out I, there i have and i yeah so i you know what yesterday i i i needed to take a self-care day pretty much <laughs> you know like i i answered your message i answered one other email and then i basically just chilled the whole day mm. um and that really helped. Today was pretty much the same. I, mm. I just I didn't want to. Uh, like I realized that you know, my tank has been running on fumes in a lot of ways. You know, kind of the emotional energy, physical energy, like mental energy, spiritual energy. Like it's and you're but you're getting at something though mm. that, that that maybe I don't know what you intended when you pitched your tent behind the county, mm. but. It was a statement. You were making a statement, and you were kind of right. making yourself the face for everyone who is more or less anonymous, the community right. at large, the, the, the people who are living rough. Yeah, and, you know, I, 
I did a lot of soul searching around that because it, I, I, I've always kind of had this belief that like I would be the like worst crash and burn ever if I ever became even a little bit famous. So I was like, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> right? Uh, and so like, leading up to this, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta this. All, all the work I've put into myself over, especially over the last like two years, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I've got to be really confident in uh, the uh, efficacy of that, uh, you know, the fruits of my labor, <laughs> so right. to speak, right? Uh, before I, I step into the, maybe a spotlight. Right. right. Yeah, so you're right, uh, but that all that to say is. I have, from the outset, I found like very clear that this is in no way about me specifically, right? right? It's, I'm, I felt like I was in a pretty unique position, uh, you know, both privileged and otherwise, mm. uh, to uh, be an, an, primarily an ambassador mm. between. Uh, you know, I I want to I like to call it like a maybe like a a, a tear or the beginning is like a close to a tear right uh, in the fabric in our the community of Guelph right. and yeah you know, I want to talk more like about the county as well sure uh, but uh, you know it started as this kind of kind of you know when you get like almost a, well here's like in my pants. There You're go. pointing at a tear in your pants. A tear in my yeah. pants, <laughs> on my knee, right, my right knee, uh, and uh, I, yeah, the whole idea. Even like even before I set up that tent, so back in like October, I was I had set up. Uh, I was camping out at City Hall back. I think it was October because mm-hmm. of the um, the f- funding cut to. Uh, I, okay, I shouldn't call it a funding cut. Mm. The, the failure to renew funding to uh, the Royal City Mission. Right. Uh, and right, so I was leading up to that. I was camping out at City Hall. I was um, live streaming on Facebook. And then you know, I was kind of ramped up a bit through December. Uh, uh, and then by, you know, by the end of January, uh, I felt I was, you know, I kind of dipped my toe in the water kind of yeah. slowly, which I, I'm not... <laughs> Usually the kind of per- I don't do that. I'm, right. I, I'm more that like adrenaline junkie. Like <laughs> I jump off. Like I'm not. I no longer. I, as a teenager, I you know I put myself in way too much danger. I don't do that anymore. But okay. I, I still am adrenaline junkie. But I purposely dip my toe in the water. Anyways, I knew I was ready to enter January, and all that. Yeah, I felt like I I could be an effective ambassador. Um, and then from that. Um, I mean, the whole time I've, I've had this kind of, uh, like behind the scenes or behind the mask, maybe <laughs> kind of like, uh, like I can't feel this anger. Right. Right. But like very, very kind of low, but like ebb and flow sure. uh, around like the system. Right. All right. And, um, I, I, I knew that there was a, an activist awakening within me. Uh, and right. So, when uh, when I was uh, the first night I was camped out at the county, uh, the uh, there was 
two other tents set up the three other people stayed with me mm. the very next morning the county got them off into hotels mm-hmm. which i you know they were there in support of uh, kind of the for their own safety for their like protection from the weather but also in support of you know helping everyone right uh, and they talked to me before they accepted their offers and i said look my primary goal is to see my brothers and sisters safely through the winter as best i can right so if you get an offer to go to a hotel my protest uh, goes on whether you guys take this offer or not so mm. like, it, our protest i should say right mm-hmm. uh, our protest goes on regardless whether they take this their tents down and you know go to the take the hotel offer like, right like do that and uh it didn't matter to me that i was the lone remaining tent there uh, later that afternoon i returned to the campsite there's um two police officers and another individual who i believe was county um employee right uh and i was served with a um a trespassing uh, notice, notice yeah. right yeah and then also in another uh, notice to uh, uh vacate the premises by 9 a.m the following morning uh like just that in itself and you know uh diplomatically mostly yeah <laughs> uh, and but confidently standing my ground there mm. uh you know it wouldn't being served the notice that, that kind of like that yeah kind of ramped up my uh, i that really um <laughs> grew that carrot in the um uh, motivation metaphor right. for me right <laughs> and so in the next morning uh i was you know i had the uh motivation and uh, you know, drive to uh, the the officer who showed up to uh, make sure that I was evicted uh, was dressed in the um, like SWAT gear right like the black yeah. and gray yeah the tack gear uh, right the, the tactical gear um, and there was just one of them that showed up right like, I don't know how if they go out like that uh, Anyways, that's a good question. Uh, it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wondered. Um, I, and uh, it was, I, he told me, you know, that I, you know, as I had been served, I uh, had to vacate the premises by uh, you know nine a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but it's so I, weird. I, it's I, a, okay, so now I, I just want to say, I, 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 I said, look, this is no longer an encampment. Yeah. For the moment. Yeah. Like, but I'm remaining here. Uh, in a form of civil protest, right? So you can arrest me if you want, mm-hmm. but that's what this is now, right? And uh, he walked away, and twenty minutes later, he walked out of uh, the door. Is the door that's the entrance to the crown attorney's office, right? And I don't know that he. I, all I know is he walked out the door. Right? Mm-hmm. It was about twenty minutes later, and he came up and he said that uh, uh, there will be no charges uh later this time. <laughs> yeah yeah i and I, I oh thank you and then i yeah, yeah it kind of went on from there i mean it, it, it's interesting to, to to hear the way you phrase it and, and, and they at once see you as a nuisance and then you you phrase it like i'm not camping out here i'm 
letting you know that people in the community are in danger and this is kind of my way of letting you know and that then it's an entirely different thing it, it yeah i also wonder if uh, when i set up my tent there was a, a, um, a, a video videographer present right, right right when i first set up my tent mm-hmm. and uh, he got on camera uh the kind of first altercation with uh, either like security doing rounds. I think it might have been one of the grounds crew. Uh, became quite angry that I was setting up and demanded that we even threatened to call the police. Then, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I wondered as kind of the the first couple of days, uh, and I got quite a bit of uh, interest from the news media uh, in those first couple of days. Right. Uh, even before I was served the. Um, uh, the, the trespassing notice, right? Uh, so I, I thought, well, maybe part of my confidence uh, is like <laughs> a little bit of like, and I was like trying to be cautious not to like let this get to my ego, yeah. but like, perhaps like visibility through media yeah. uh, might be providing me a little bit of a blanket here. Uh, and Okay, so it probably leveraged that a little bit in my confidence to say I'm remaining here in protest and you know arrest me if you want. Well, though I <laughs> mind you, listen. The, the night before, I, um, I I treated myself to uh, a meal because I'm on ODSP. We we got paid on the thirty uh, first, yep. which is I think the day I was served the notice. Yeah. Right. So that night, I treated myself to a nice dinner at a. Uh, restaurant here downtown Guelph mm-hmm. uh, and a couple of drinks maybe for courage although I don't, I don't think it works to like all the way to the next morning like that no liquid courage no so um, it was only like two drinks uh, and uh, you're allowed it's okay right yeah yeah and I, so but I I was I, I I've uh, I've been in jail before mm. uh, unfortunately uh, and it is uh, now I've I've been hypersensitive to sounds and uh, mm. like abrupt, abrupt noises sure. to me. Um, uh, abrupt lighting, kind of uh, hypersensitive to that my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried my best to hide it, mask it, whatever. Uh, jails like torture, man. Sure. And uh, having said that, I was like, I went through this process of being fully uh, 100% in, like willing to get arrested. Uh, I, I, I kind of walked through my, I don't know, because I've been through it before. I know maybe not the arrest part would be the same. Right. Right. But um, the, uh, like from arraignment to whatever, right. Like, and then the transport to, um, in this case, uh, Maplehurst and Milton, which is the, well, city now, but town where I grew up. Mm. Uh, I I went through that mental process of like just kind of imagining kind of that whole process and being like it, allowing it to kind of register the emotions, right, and notice them and be like, but like through kind of like comfort, self comfort, be become okay with it. Like, so I was yeah, you were mentally to, preparing yourself I, like mo- emotionally. Yeah. Really, like. Yeah. Emotionally and mentally, 
really uh at so i was really fully prepared uh there's other like other reasons why i've like not just personal reasons but even bigger than that would be like my my kids and i would be i wouldn't want sure to hurt the relationship like that with my kids did the police visit you or bylaw or even like city hall security visit you when you're outside city Uh, City hall Hall? yeah um i no i i had just i had a conversation that i initiated with uh the head of bylaw one morning Mm. uh and uh very pleasant conversation he you know he and i continue to be in touch as you know we both are about downtown yeah uh he's been uh, i can tell he cares and he's been very helpful uh but yeah like oh i you know there's you know i noticed kind of things that like i wonder i, I refuse to allow myself to uh, attach myself to anything that could be like conspiracy theory kind of that's good advice uh, right yeah 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 yeah. yeah. i try to be very mindful of that. um yeah, like the, the the first night i camped out at city hall mm. uh, the next morning uh they installed a new security camera that points at the center of the ice rink right and that could have been purely coincidence right but this the sound of the um skyjack thing going like from uh, it like maybe it was planned for that day. Maybe they didn't have to start right. it at like eight a.m. Well, I, 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 I can tell you your instincts are correct because there has been a, a camera there for a long time that points uh, right down at the the ring. Oh, it was installed uh, like mid October. It was the very first night I camped there. Yeah, there, uh, there's been one there for a while. Oh, okay. Well, they maybe they replaced it. They or might something. have been replacing. Okay, it, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. your instincts are right. It wasn't. It wasn't about you. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't at all about me. Great. Yeah, but, yeah, I just, I was, of course, you know, I, I was really annoyed. Sure. When, when I was <laughs> not just woken up by that, but then just, I just explained to you how those uh, abrupt type the sounds. The abrupt starts. Uh, right, yeah. what they really yeah. like, just, yeah. yeah. I'm asking because it, I, I, I want to just, like, compare and contrast the reaction, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're in front of City Hall yeah. for everyone to see. Yeah. And I remember, like, when the te- your tent popped up. Because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I at city council at least once a week right. where there's a meeting, and yeah. it's it's hard to miss. Right. Meanwhile, you're in the courtyard of the county, which is not you can't see it from the main road because there's a building in the way. Right. So I had no public visibility so except no that they public to visibility, yeah. but like like that instantly. Hey, well, it's not only that, then it, so it went from the whoever that was to the the head of groundskeeping came yeah. out like minutes later. Yeah. And then within. 20 minutes the cao of the county was out yeah. in my face yeah <laughs> the second highest person right. in the county <laughs> okay second highest person and uh, but here and the thing is is that my so that's scott wilson yeah and so he and i had three or four altercations he mm-hmm. was there, he was there like 20 minutes after the first guy yeah uh, which was right when i got there and then uh he was there again later that evening mm-hmm. uh, and right before I went to the mission for dinner and then he was there again uh, at like 8 or 8.30 a.m. the next morning mm-hmm. again in my face uh, and he was he stopped there he didn't even I don't think he even had to stop there because he was on his way to the uh, symposium right uh, that was I guess uh, might have come by to check was, on you maybe probably yeah, maybe yeah <laughs> but yeah like I, I 
there was we had a turning point where uh, uh, like the fourth time I was having a nap in my tent yeah. in the afternoon, and he came by and like started kind of kind of trying to um, aggravate me, kind of like by like convincing me to leave and all whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and I told him I was trying to have a nap, and he was like, <laughs> just like. <laughs> and finally, I was like, I, I, I'm not answering any more questions. And he, finally, he walked away. And like an hour later, I just thought, oh, you know, this is dumb. Like, this guy is in my face all the time. I, yeah. I want to, let's try to resolve this conflict yeah. some way. So I, I went and rang the doorbell at the entrance to the county administration building uh, and asked to speak to him. Uh, I was told that he was in a meeting. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, as politely as I could, I said, uh, oh, I'm the person who's uh, camped out in the courtyard behind the courthouse, and uh, I was in the middle of a nap about an hour ago, and he interrupted <laughs> me. Uh, I'm hoping that he could kind of do the right thing and uh, give me two minutes right. uh, out of this meeting. And not only did he do that, he invited me into his office, and we sat down and talked oh, nice. for 30 minutes. And uh, like yeah, I, leaving that meeting in hindsight, him showing up those four times, even yeah. though he was in my face, yeah, him showing up showed that he cares. Yeah, but like he cares about the county for sure. Yeah, but he like and then like that meeting, mm-hmm. that thirty minute, like like he cares about people. Like he, you know, he 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 any. I had no idea who this guy was before. Uh, no, yeah. not that I, not that I followed politics in Guelph, sure. or not that I had followed politics in Guelph yeah. before I yeah. ventured into this. Uh, but I mean, I knew who Cam Guthrie was, sure, because uh, he's very visible on y- like yes. media, social media, sure, and yeah. um, people tend to talk about him. Well, I, I mean, I don't even know who the head of the county is, but. I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about that person. Andy Lennox is the warden for Wellington County. Andy Lennox? Andy Lennox. I think he's the mayor of Wellington North, which, not to get into too deep into the makeup of the county, but you have county council, which is made up of, there's people who are elected to county council, and then there's people who are like mayors and county councillors and other municipalities that make up Wellington Council that form. I'm going to make a joke, and it's up to you whether you edit it out or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy, like Andy Lennox, as soon as you said that, I was like, man, it, like if you removed the D, it would be Annie Lennox. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's heard that all his life. Okay. Um, um, but you, so, you do raise an sorry. interesting point, though. No, no, it, it's, it's all right. But, you know, you, you were kind of throwing this in the county's face, which is kind of where it's not exactly where it belongs. Let's just say this belongs anywhere. But well, I mean, the mayor kept telling us yeah. that this is where... By, uh, right. by our anger should be directed. Right. Our, our, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but to, the thing is, like, I think this has gotten, become such a big problem. It, it's exposed, like, a real weakness in our system. And, oh, and this may right. be beyond oh, sort of what it, you worry about it, living rough or what, you know, you and your your friends worry yeah, about rubbing love, it, it's, rough. It, it's, um yeah, for me, it's my 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 mission and uh, passion and motivation. Mm. Now, my drive has become much more than just mm-hmm. about uh, homelessness 
or, or the you know, kind of the uh, you know low income at risk right. community. It was you know, about uh, like many social issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, addiction, mental yeah. health. Yeah. I, I mean, I've lived experience with both of those too. Uh, uh, and uh, I, oh, you know, also um, after I can't remember. Uh, oh, yeah, like when they first started the uh, the street market. Sorry, the Christmas market. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I stood out, uh, you know, form a protest on both a Friday and Saturday, right, in the cold in my underwear. <laughs> I, 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 I meant no disrespect to anyone by that. It was, uh, I, I hope people saw that it was just a way to attract attention first to me so I could direct it towards the issue. Right. That, right. And that kind of remains how I see my role right now as an ambassador, a part of my role as right. part of my self-elected ambassador. Anyway, I could get it. more, but can I, can I just, yeah. uh, there's a point I wanted to make because the, the reason I brought that up is because uh, that was also around the time I think that was just after just be might have been just after the uh, uh, the budget had come out with a property tax yeah increase right yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, then like I think the following Saturday morning and perhaps every Saturday since there's been has uh, uh, been who's been protesting outside the, the, farm, sign the farmer's market yeah. way out about the property tax yeah. rate hikes. And that first Saturday that I saw him, uh, I went up and introduced myself and, you know, said to him, well, look, I, I was protesting, uh, uh, you know, kind of explain. Yeah. Right. And he, he had heard about the idiot in his, <laughs> right. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, and, but he, he is protesting about, property tax rate hikes that primarily or at least you know uh, most directly impact uh, uh, higher income earners you know, sure. m- middle income probably you know the upper middle income at this point yeah uh, and I, I, I'm protesting representing the, the the lowest now don't edit this out the lowest of the low income yeah Right. I'm not talking about the lowest of the low. great band. Great oh, band, yeah. Right. Anyways, solid band. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> but, right. The lowest of the low income. So we're we're kind of like at two different points in that continuum. Right. Very very pretty far apart. Like yeah, uh, population wise. Uh, now he and I had this great conversation in a like maybe a ten minute conversation and. Uh, and you know, I, I stopped by. It might have been, if not the next Saturday, the one after. And you know, I just kind of caught up again, just a quick chat that time. And I've seen him once for sure, as I'm entering the mission, maybe like a week ago or something. Mm. As I was entering, he like had clearly just dropped off a donation of something, mm. and was walking out and said hi. And I recognized him, but I didn't know where. <laughs> it's like, I, he's like Ryan. Oh, should I just said his name? Am I allowed to do that? I you don't could, see why not. All right, okay. It's a common enough all name. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, it's Ryan. I'm like, oh yeah. And then I recognized from how I knew. And I just that meant a lot. I don't know if he like had already been you know like donating before, right? Sure. But just 
that's really like nice that two people representing you know like different like, like very disparate parts of the right. income continuum are, can uh, align that way for it because i i'm angry about the property tax increase too yeah uh for other reasons yeah like, like, like it indirectly affects because the rent, rent increases yeah. uh yeah. Well, uh i'm angry also uh empathetically on behalf like uh, you know on behalf of the uh, <laughs> high middle income earners the, the <laughs> people that like I, I i i told i said to the to city council i think you heard you yep. say that i i'm hoping to redirect a lot of anger mm-hmm uh through me as an ambassador with as much love as i can i think i said just with love mm-hmm. uh, clearly it's now with as much love as i can right you know provided my valve doesn't blow uh, <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, I, and i meant that uh so i i also mean it like i i can i i empathize with the middle income or the, the, like the the high middle whoever like the property tax that, like directly impacts right. and, and others kind of that it indirectly does i i think that we should we're, we're one of my kind of core uh tenets that, that that i've been emphasizing throughout since even like my first uh night out in october yeah is that uh while i I love that we need and we need to celebrate diversity. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between diversity and uh, divisiveness or division, right. and we need to be careful about uh, like that edge of that sort, so to speak, of like how how we become divided through uh, anger compounding in different ways and misdirected in yeah. other ways. Well, like, what, what are, no matter who we are, what are the kind of core threads that we must have in common in, in this fabric yeah. of community and society? Uh, and so Ryan and I were able to find core threads. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I've been, I've been kind of letting that simmer in, in the background of my mind for a while. And I, what, uh, what, you know, something I've been saying recently is that I, the, the mayor of Guelph, Mm. It should be utmostly accountable mm. for the residents, the citizens of Guelph. Right. Right. That is like that. That that is should be his number one job sure. description. Yeah. Like, right. Duty. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> he, he is in public service. It is his sure. duty yeah. to be accountable. Mm-hmm. For for the uh, the people he represents, uh, and we while the um, uh, you know the people who I began representing mm. right that community mm-hmm. uh, part of our community and the um, upper middle class whatever that that part of our community while we may be angry for different reasons mm. I think if we kind of break it down to the like. A few levels of why mm. is that, uh, or at least to like what threads we have in common is that not only at, on election day, mm. but through every day throughout the entire term of anyone's 
uh, what's the word like uh, term. tenure term yeah. term right yeah. Uh, yeah. as a public service as an elected official yeah uh, well the mayor and city councilors uh, alike right uh, we as the um, the people who elected them mm. must hold them accountable yeah and now we don't all have the time energy day to day to invest you know that as our kind of primary purpose right i i am doing that right now yeah uh I, and I, ryan is uh i not perhaps not his primary kind of thing <laughs> yeah. here, right? but certainly he's, he's investing a lot and i i don't certainly expect every citizen of, of guelph to uh, you know, like stand up and start investing like 20 percent of their week yeah or anything but I, it's just perhaps think about what can we do better what, what can each of us yeah, as individuals and as um neighborhoods or um like uh like friend groups or whatever you know dog park friends or whatever yeah. like start having conversations right or think about yourself have conversations maybe about how do we as the public hold our elected officials accountable day to day or week to week kind of throughout their term mm. uh and and how can we come together mm. as a community beyond the um like the issues that seem to divide us like, around like a kind of common uh common purpose a common okay, what, what, right. what 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 changes would truly better serve like not only everyone but like with a compounded effect like you know the the um the the, the costs uh, to uh, you know of like homelessness, for example, yeah. on 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 other services like like the ER, like yeah, uh, uh, to to local businesses, right? Uh, 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 I, I my heart goes out to local businesses who are affected by the people I represent. Yeah, I, I don't want that divisiveness. Yeah, but, you know what 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 um if we can. And I'm saying only help the homeless. Right. So pro problem, right? But there, there, there's other. I think there's that's a, it's a hot spot. I think in terms of the um, collateral damage. Right. Uh, so to speak, right? It, it, uh, it, and I think that w w where can we find other hot spots, a and then unify in a way to like problem solve around of like rebuilding a foundation if necessary. And I, but I and I think along with that and. I, I think this comes up a lot that, you know, we, we have a caring community. We have uh, a social services sector with a lot of nonprofits and a lot of businesses are, you know, trying to do their part and right. fundraise and, our, our, you know, our city council is trying I, to do what it can. But it's very, even at that level, like the efforts. Yeah. Uh, while I, 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 I love all of the efforts. Yeah. I feel like um, I'm... I'm kind of demanding of the the city, the county, the province, and the country, the, all the level of levels of government. Yeah, I, I'm not demanding. I'm, this is not a hostage situation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 my my call. I, uh, yeah. Or, um, a couple of the reporters asked me if I had like a call to action. Yeah. Right? And I, I, like, I want. I want. We need. Yeah. Uh, a solution in in my you know lived experience opinion um, yeah uh, that provides continuity of care 
Right. Now, I can kind of back that up with some actual work experience. Yeah. But um, I, but you, that provides a continuity of care for the at-risk community. Mm. For like, and that cover that, like, that covers all the social services that are like. We, let's look at data, like, and mm. and find, like, even within the hotspot that is this uh, at-risk community. Mm-hmm. Like, where are the hotspots that we should look at first in terms of continuity of care? Mm. Uh, right. What what's the uh, kind of low-hanging fruit, so to speak, that would give us like uh, we demonstrate the um, the com like the compounding effect we could have reversing this if we attack those first so sort of mm. with with a continuity of care of I, I, yeah, people that I talk to day-to-day basis have like I'd say on average at least four different worker like social service workers mm. at some as high as like seven or eight that they need to like like we are each the uh, like uh, the, the 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 kind of router and switchboard and like the like mm. central processing of our own like social services, which like th- you know we should if we if we see <laughs> it's it, it, it's catch twenty two or chicken and egg because <laughs> if we could if we could have the executive functioning and all that whatever to like right. to, like to, to manage all of that be the hub of like coordination and all that yeah we wouldn't fucking need any of these social services we'd be up with uh, the rest of you uh, the <laughs> upper middle class complaining about the property debt we'd be down with right. ryan right right well right? so to the, like Let's let's move us, like help move us there, right? Like in, in like with support that we need. If some of us like, so, uh, I think I, one of the there, things I'm getting yeah, at though you know, is like, that we we want we want big solutions, we want big action, right? But you're like looking at things from from the ground level, which is like just give me one person to deal with instead of eight, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but not just. Like, I mean, from like the point of first contact, mm-hmm. and, and and like whether an entry in the system could be it could be through CMHA, it could be whatever, right? Yeah. Um, that continuity of what you got, single person, but through uh, a, um, a a a very uh, high standard success metric around um, like continuity of success in housing not only housing but in i you know kind of i just life in mm. uh so i i'd be like continuity of care for probably like a like two to five year kind of period and but that continuity of care like i said could start on the kind of the the, the um like like the real hot spots within yeah like the social services right yeah like what what are the what are those four social uh, service workers that we all have in common kind mm. of they're the most people right what are the like like a, a data science would be like like the cluster that kind of thing you know? <laughs> uh, so uh I, but I I also don't want to come across as like you know, because this is my opinion this yeah. must be right 
Right. I'm really, I'm trying to, I, uh, I'm trying to catalyze conversations by like stating that as kind of, uh, a kind of high level way of thinking about a solution mm. that like, it could, like maybe continuity of care isn't the first thing that we should, mm. uh, kind of tackle I am willing to be proven wrong but let's yeah. let's get conversations going and then like from you know in line with conversations let's drive action yeah uh, which we, you know the and but not action that is okay now we need two years to analyze data and blah 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 no right. like let's walk and I, chew gum I, I, right exactly we need and we, so <laughs> priority number one for me was get my brothers and sisters through winter as uh, safely as possible yeah priority number two is no fucking way are we doing this again next winter right right uh so i i i will i refuse to allow us to um uh, allow ourselves to be blinded by the beautiful weather when spring comes and then summer right. and you know city council gets their what, 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 summer vacation for them too august off yeah august okay yeah um <laughs> i mean hey, that's cool uh but uh i just it, it can't be next october when like, we, we yeah. pick up the <laughs> you know the fight again uh or or the conversations right? it's not a fight like they pick up the the the, the momentum right you can't rebuild momentum but also right. we also have to deliver results right we there we need to know now like what are the real numbers of people like the the the, the empty encampment downtown is is, is a like it's great that they're like I said. Like I'm glad that they're in a yeah. hotel, but it's providing an illusion that there's, um, you know, I, at least a like a solution uh, in progress. Right. And, uh, it's not because that's they're, one-time they're, funding. They're, right. There's there's just like, like, it's great that they're. I I, I don't want to knock that. I, I don't want to, you know, jinx them or anything. Yeah. Right. But I just <laughs> want the, the you know your audience to uh hopefully all of Guelph through conversations and beyond right mm -hmm. uh to think about well like it they're in hotels for like you know the next 30 days or something and then what they mm. they, they have nothing beyond that mm -hmm. uh, except the uh uh, the, uh there's a I, one thing i know of is uh the people with lived experience advisory committee that the county is forming, right. and uh, I've been invited to be a part of that. Okay, uh, which I'm honored and glad to to have accepted that uh, offer. So uh, I'm now moving forward. Uh, I'll, I'll be kind of moving a bit of my f energy and time kind of behind the scenes. Uh, it, it, but not, uh, not more than like thirty percent. I, I it's important to me to. You don't want to become I, sort of like ground up in the machine I, of, well, of yeah. managing this. Uh, I, I've been ground up in too many machines throughout <laughs> my, uh, my my career that I, I left previously. So yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm not going there again. I, I, it's important to me for like that reason and many more. Mm. Uh, uh, primarily 
though the number one reason is to continue to engage, be there for my brothers and sisters downtown, uh, you know, help them fight. Well, I use the word fight too much, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> help them get through uh, like the, like the rough moments of the day or week yeah. as best I can. Uh, and I've, I've heard, you know, others recently, you know, talk about how, you know, like, as a community, we've already started and, you know, kind of like this conversation around kind of lending strength when we have it to others yeah. when they need it mm-hmm. the most kind of just, but we're, yeah, I, 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 this isn't unique to the uh, you know, homeless or at risk community. It's everyone. It's hard to kind of broker that lending of strength mm. when someone is in the midst of like a, a very emotional time and it's if even it, it can become misdirected at the person who's trying to help them right right uh and you know i've been guilty of that uh in, you know many times and so i i you know i hope that through kind of practice and kind of it's a kind of ongoing ongoing I I see this kind of growing mentality of like togetherness Mm -hmm. uh, evidence uh, in the last couple of weeks growing um, Mm -hmm. in in that community. I yeah, as I I I know I'm biased (laughs) (laughs) when I when I I notice it right like like, at least at least I'm aware when I notice it that I'm biased. So I don't know if that introduces new biases, but we're, like, uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to get caught up in that game. Uh, but, you know, but I, think I think one of the things that came out of this was, I, whether in, inadvertently or advertently, it, it seemed like a confrontation was being created, but sometimes you need to create I, confrontation yeah. to, well, to, like, get, you know, get I, that solution I, going. I had no idea that I would strike a nerve so deeply <laughs> as I did by setting up camp there. Yeah. I I figured it would be like City Hall. Yeah. Like, no one would really notice, and I'd have to, like, <laughs> try to, I, in some way, kind of ramp up, like, uh, like uh, uh, bellows for the, to get the fire going. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I didn't have to do anything. I could just, I, uh, really, my, my biggest struggle uh, has been, like, Remaining my authentic self, right? mm-hmm. like keeping my like close eye on that mm-hmm. uh, as my you know my mindfulness eye, uh, because that's I. As soon as I become someone I'm not, then I, I've kind of violated the integrity of my purpose. Yeah, right. You know the band's trying to play us off but um no, <laughs> but before we go i i did want to just mention this one thing you were encamped in the courtyard uh well of, of the wellington county administrative building and, and the provincial court offices right do you know the history of that area i i, I heard some someone i believe like is probably credible told me that they used to hang people back there. Yes, they that did. That is true. Yes, they did. Okay. Well, that was where the hangings happened. Okay, right. And, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was told that, like, 
I think within like after the altercations, but within like an hour of right <laughs> setting up there. And I thought I didn't even know that either. But then I thought, well, you know what? Now I I feel like uh, in some maybe some spiritual way, or at least it <laughs> in, in my own kind of internal whatever like thing is in there that. Tricks me, tricks me into spiritual or whatever. Like in some way, I hope that I could at least um, honor the dead uh, by representing those. I mean, darker so, stuff happened like, back there than yeah, somebody coughing. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> right. I mean, I didn't have that dinner the night before, or thinking of like preparing to get hanged the next day. Right. Like, I didn't have to like go that deep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, Greg Dorval, we thank you for going deep. We thank you for your activism uh, and for raising awareness. It's been great talking to you today. Thank you so much. Uh, Adam, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And once again, that was Craig Dorval, who continues to take up residence in St. George's Square to demonstrate the need for more assistance for people who are unhoused. The City of Guelph's public spaces use bylaw is presently on hold, and there will be a third day for the City and County's Housing Symposium and it will be open to public participation, and that's coming up sometime in April, so stay tuned for more details there. And before we wrap, special thanks to Bry Webb and Christopher Curry at CFRU for setting up some studio time, some rare studio time these days, uh, to record the interview with Craig. Uh, you may have noticed that there was a band warming up in the background, and so we did manage to muddle through that, and uh, that was appreciated. Thank you. And thank you for listening, because that's it for this week's show. We hope you liked it. You can download the Guelph Politicast every Wednesday from Apple, Google, TuneIn, and Spotify. And when you subscribe to the Guelph Politicast channel, you'll get an episode of Open Sources Guelph on Mondays and an episode of End Credits on Fridays. The music for the Guelph Politicast comes from KPM Classics and Sid Dale. You can follow Guelph Politico on social media at Guelph Politico on Twitter and at Politico Guelph on Facebook. You can follow me at Adam A. Donaldson on Twitter and Instagram, or send me an email at animedonaldson at gmail.com. If you'd like to help financially support the work of Guelph Politico, you can get all that information at guelphpolitico.ca slash donate. And finally, for all the latest local political news, check out guelphpolitico.ca, where there will be a new episode of the Guelph Politicast for you next week. And until then, we'll see you next time.